Hello and welcome to the Sunday Parlay Podcast, Ontario's only OLG pro-line betting podcast. I am your host, Alex Fortin. And I'm your other host, Alex Fortin, uh, because I don't know what the fuck is going on with Drew. Uh, He's busy. He's a busy boy. Uh, One episode didn't get uploaded. One didn't even get recorded. I don't know, like six weeks ago, I took Tuesdays off to record the podcast on Tuesdays, and then Drew got a bunch of new jobs and stuff, and then he had to work Tuesdays, and then we were trying to make stuff work, and it didn't work, and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized I have all the fucking passwords, so I'm going to just voice record this on my phone and uh, get you guys a podcast, because fuck it, whatever. I'm technically a content creator, I guess. I can do it alone. Quality is going to be shit, because I don't have the stuff, but that's fine. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be any worse than a Zoom call. These phones are pretty high-tech, right? They shoot fucking commercials on these things now. It'll be fine. I'm just being self-conscious. That's that's my problem in this industry. Self-consciousness. <laughs> it's so funny for someone to say who gets on stage every day. I'm so self-conscious of what others think. Okay, so, um, I don't know. It's going to be a little different because it's just me. So we're not going to have any banter. And uh, we also don't have all the time to cover. So I'm just going to do... Basically what I was doing for the other podcast anyways, I'm just going to give you all the tickets that I got. All the shit from the Patreon is now just on this podcast and it's just me until we can figure out how to fucking make it work. All right. So sorry if you were expecting Drew and I together or more of what we've been doing, but hey, whatever. Maybe this is going to be good too. So I'm still doing the regular old five pick parlay you know, doing the podcast thing. So this week I'm just going to run through my pick. We have no last week to recover because, uh, we didn't do one last week. So, and then the one from two weeks ago, you guys didn't hear. So I don't know if you want the recap from three weeks ago, suck a dick. I don't even remember what happened. Those tickets are long gone. All I know is I fucking lost. I went for, Oh, I do remember this. I went four for five. Yeah, let's do that recap. I went four for five. So I was going nuts on tickets. I, I bought like six tickets. They're all like $2 tickets. It's like whatever, spending 20 bucks. And uh, one of them was a $1,700 four-pick parlay. It was like the Giants were playing the Cowboys. And so they were like nine-point underdogs or like nine-to-one odds for them to win. So I just made like three tickets with those odds because like whatever, that's funny. So a $2 ticket was worth $1,700. And it was like the fucking commanders had to beat the Seahawks. The fucking uh, Giants had to beat the Cowboys. The um, the um, Denver Broncos had to beat the Bills, and then uh, which happened. And then there was like one other one. I can't remember what it was. But anyways, it was a four pick. Probably paid seventeen hundred bucks. It went two for four, but it was pretty funny. Um, and then my actual ticket. I fuck. I wish I would actually. I think I have a picture of it here somewhere. Let me get it for you guys. So. It was all hitting, and then the only thing I had left was my lock, which was the Denver Broncos were going to lose to the Bills in prime time. The Broncos had sucked. Like, they just beat the Chiefs, which was whatever. But, uh, oh, no, I definitely did delete the picture of it. But um, they fucking had just beaten Kansas City, and I was like, well, there's no way they're going to go back-to-back beating Kansas City and the Bills. And the Bills are at home, I was pre- I'm pretty sure. And it was Monday night. I was like, fucking, let's go. Put the money on the Bills. Everything had hit. And then the Bills had to beat Denver on Monday night. 
And I'd gone 0-5 the week before. I can't remember if you guys got that podcast, but there was one week I went 0-5. That fucking sucked. Um, but then the next week I was about to win. And I was like, oh my God, the first win is going to come right after going 0-5. That's unreal. And then somehow Denver just beats the Bills on Monday night. I was like, okay, so I don't know what's going on. And also at the same time, while Denver was beating the fucking Bills, while I was losing that ticket, that was basically set in stone at that point. They were like eight and a half point favorites, and I had them on the I had them on the money line. I like I wasn't even giving Denver the points. It was the fucking it should have been the easiest win in the world. And then while all that's going on, I have Stefan Diggs, my keeper, in a two-keeper dynasty fantasy league where I'm like one point out of fucking playoff contention. I'm literally fighting for a playoff spot till this day right now. I'm on a two-week losing streak, and I'm still like hanging on to getting into the playoffs. And that night, I was up by eight. And I had Stefan Diggs and he had Kincaid and ended up losing by 0.3 points. That's, if you don't know fantasy, three receiving yards, three rushing yards, like five passing yards or one reception. Any single one of those things would have had me win that week. If any one of my players had gotten three more yards, I would have fucking won. I was up by 80 yards going into the night and I had Stefan Diggs. One of the best receivers in the NFL. And he had Kincaid, a fucking pretty good tight end. I was like, oh yeah, this is in the bag. My bet's in the bag. This is going to be a fucking chill Monday night. Let's watch the Bills beat the fuck out of the Broncos. And then my whole world got turned upside down. I had such a good Sunday. I was in such a good mood. And then just Monday night, I got fucked. And oh, do you know what's even worse? What's even worse is as a joke, during the day, you can go check this on our podcast instagram at sunday parlay i made a fucking meme about that game i didn't say that it was about that game because i didn't want to fucking jinx it but it's about that game i literally put plus 8.5 underdogs so there's a video of like a safety coming down and basically destroying a dude on a run like through the inside and it's like and it's like oh the run looks like it's good and then the safety just comes out of nowhere and fucking dominates this guy so I had the thing be, oh no, it was a pass, sorry. I think it was a pass and an interception. I think it was a Zach Wilson throw. Whatever it was, there was something, a safety coming down as a hawk that you don't see him in the screen. So it's like, oh, my bet that looks perfect, my perfect slip. And then it's like 8.5 underdogs on a Monday night and they come in and fucking snipe and ruin the ticket. And that literally happens to me with Denver destroying the fucking bills ruins my ticket ruins my fucking fantasy dude it was the worst betting game it was like a game that i couldn't give less of a fuck about i don't really care about those teams i used to like denver when peyton manning was there when champ bailey was there they were always kind of my afc team but like they're shit i don't like russell wilson never have he's a fucking god preachy asshole so i i just watched the fucking this game that i didn't care about tear my world apart it was so fucking stupid so that's what you guys missed during the fucking two-week hiatus we just accidentally took um that's our that's our weekly recap i don't know i guess we can do the the news but this is off the dome usually we're a little more prepared than this usually have stuff written we have a google docs but i was just fucking chilling by myself and i realized hey i i have the ability to do this so i just went and i made my tickets and then i came and i sat down and here we are you guys are seven minutes into what happened after that
Um, so yeah, I guess NFL news off the dome. Joe Big Bag Burrow gets injured. That was crazy too because um, I've been saying this whole fucking thing this whole year. I've had an opinion on the Bengals. I I don't like Joe Burrow. I didn't like him coming out of college. Um, you know, he had that Super Bowl run, and even then, I was one of those guys I was hating. I fucking posted. You could see me another one on the Instagram. The Instagram is very telling of <laughs> what I feel about the NFL. Patrick Mahomes' dad going, "We're smoking on that Joe Burrow." Uh, I posted that after like five minutes after he got injured. <laughs> this has been my favorite part of this podcast. I think has been making NFL memes on the Instagram. Uh, we had one blow up. It was pretty cool. Uh, it's the mo- the most I've ever had anything do on Instagram was like my fifth post for this fucking page. So, um, but yeah, that was cool. It's got a bunch of hits on it. It was making fun of uh, Aaron Rodgers getting injured. That's my favorite thing to do is just jinx my own bets and then make fun of fucking players getting hurt using memes. So, uh, anyways, Joe Burrow got injured. Big bag Burrow. Um got his money, sucked dick, started making a comeback, got hurt, so, I don't know, that was great, Deshaun Watson got hurt, that was great, he's gonna go fucking, (laughs) there's so many memes now on the internet about him molesting the staff that's gonna help try and get his shoulder healed up, so that's good, Uh, I'm glad that he's injured, because he's a uh, assaulter, I don't know, I don't know what he is, he's not, I don't think he's a rapist, but he's a sexual abuser, I guess. So that's good that he's hurt. Uh, Joe Burrow's a nerd, so that's good that he's hurt. Um, Tommy DeVito is the man. Is that his name? The dude that he lives with his mom in New Jersey coming back for the New York Giants. Oh, I should have bet on the fucking Giants this week. I don't think I did. I bet on the Giants when they were definitely going to lose, but not this week. Uh, oh, well. Uh, yeah, Tom, the Tommy DeVito story is amazing. He comes in, throws he has, uh, more multiple passing touchdown games than like – Fucking, uh, what's his name over in Pittsburgh there? Um, Kenny Pickett. So Kenny Pickett's a bust. Tommy DeVito's the man. I hope his name's Tommy. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just being like a Italian stereotype. He is an Italian stereotype. If you haven't seen, I'm going to check right now. Uh, what is the New York Giants quarterback name? Uh, New York, Tommy DeVito. I was right. Yeah, if you check the interviews with him, dude, there's this interview. It's the best. He's like, yeah, I live with my ma. Why wouldn't I live with my ma? She folds my laundry. She cooks me dinner. We're right down the road from the from the stadium. <laughs> it's like so fucking good, dude. He rules. He's so Italian. He's so New York Italian. It's the fucking best. So I like the Giants right now because they suck. And I've always liked the Giants too. I like that Eli was like the dumb younger brother and that he's Tom Brady's arch nemesis. They've always been like a fun franchise. They've never been that threatening. They literally, only times they got Super Bowls in my lifetime. I don't even know if they have, they probably have old ones. I don't really pay that much attention to the NFL before 2004. Um, (laughs) In my lifetime, in my time as a fan, the only two Super Bowls that they've ever won were just to like knock Brady off his podium. And they came in as like mad underdogs both years. So it's like, yeah, I fucking, I got no problems with the Giants. The only time they ever do anything is to stop Tom Brady in his tracks. So them and Nick Foles are good in my books. Um... Anyway, so Tommy DeVito is is dope. I like that story. Um, I just man, there's so much going on with the quarterbacks now. Like the Vegas, the new Vegas quarterback who played against the like the, uh, the Denver School of Miners, <laughs> like my, not miners as young children, like people who mine. 
That was like his last game before playing in the NFL. I think I think that was him. That's someone's story. Uh, Josh Dobbs works for NASA and also is like winning games in Minnesota. Uh, I mean, they lost this week, but whatever. Uh, Kyler Murray comes back, puts together a win, fucking even with the COD update. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's been an interesting fucking quarterback year. Bryce Young, I mean, uh, he's not been doing good, but there's a lot of people there who don't really, really understand football who are, like, on him hard, being like, oh, he's a bust, he's whatever. But it's just been a hard situation for him, man. I keep seeing, like, these these same statistics showing up. I talked about them on a previous week of the podcast. But it's like, <clears throat> when someone is open and he has, like, even a fucking second in the pocket, he's insanely accurate. Like, when someone's open, he gets them the ball every time. It's just that no one's open, and he's got pressure in his face every single fucking down. It's crazy. Like, and the play calling is part of the problem. It's so bad. We went and got ourselves a new coach and traded up to get the first overall pick. We got us a brand new quarterback coming out of Alabama, one of the most elite schools in the NCAA. He was a winner at every level. He had all of the impeccable skills of a quarterback. The only problem was he was short. He's a little undersized, but he was NFL ready. And we went out and we got him. And then we fired our offensive coordinator and our head coach. And in doing so, we fucking got him a coordinator who was a running backs coach. That's who our OC was. It was a running backs coach. He's historically worked with running backs, been a running back. Why the fuck did we do that? That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. So the Panthers just fucked up there. The play calling has been absolutely brutal. He has no time. The only person who gets open is Adam Thielen. Like, uh, not a problem with Jonathan Mingo or DJ Chark um, or Tommy Tremble or even Chuba Hubbard or Miles Sanders out of the backfield. Like, there's no necessarily problem with them or route running and stuff it's part play calling part how little time Bryce Young has behind that line it's like OG like Jonathan Mingo is supposed to be this deep route guy and it's like you can't get him the fucking ball deep if you have no time to get him deep so it's just been feeling on these like inside routes me and my buddy were laughing at one point um Bryce Young this week had 12 completions and eight of them were to uh, um, Adam Thielen. It's like, this is fucking crazy. Literally 75% of his fucking passes. So it's just been brutal for him. Um, meanwhile, CJ Stroud is setting records. So like, that's been crazy. Just the quarterback situation this year. If I can say anything about NFL news, it's been fucking let's go. This quarterback shit is crazy. Um, all right. So let's get into the tickets. Now the reason you're all here, um, the tickies. So, uh, my lock and my long shot. Let me, sorry, get my picks out as written that way because on the ticket, obviously, it doesn't say lock and long shot. Um, all right. So, my lock for the week, Kachong. Remember, I said that we don't have the production value. So, Drew usually puts in a lock sound there. I'm pretty sure. He was supposed to. I didn't listen back to the episodes. <laughs> but, all right. So, my lock of the week, Kachung, is uh, San Francisco on the money line at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I've been on San Fran's dick all year. Everyone knows it. CMC is dope. Brandon Ayuk is dope. I just traded him away in fantasy, which sucks. But, you know, I got a good return. I'm not going to get too big into my fantasy team on here. Um, but, yeah, Ayuk is dope. 
Debo's dope. McCaffrey's dope. Kittle is dope. Brock Purdy's dope. Nick Bosa's dope. Uh, they fucking added, uh, what's his fucking name on the other side of the end, uh, from Washington. Um, whatever the fuck. They got him. Uh, they're just, they're a fucking, they're just monstrous. They are a very good team. So, so I think San Fran's going to win. Um, obviously took them on the money line just because that's more of a lock. Seattle was given like five and a half points. And I always get sketchy with stuff like that where it's like, I don't know, sometimes these teams get garbage time touchdowns. You know, sometimes it's like, well, obviously San Fran's going to win, but they just have the ball with three minutes left and they're just like up by three. And instead of going up by seven, they just take knees, you know, get a couple first downs, take some knees. So it's like, well, yeah, they could have won by that much, but they didn't cover the spread because they're not betting on themselves. They're just doing whatever makes the most sense for football. So I don't know. I don't like doing the spreads on our locks. San Fran on the money line over Seattle. Fucking start your ticket that way. You know, might as well just lock it down. Then we're going for our long shot, baby. Uh, that one I'm taking Las Vegas plus seven and a half at Kansas City. Uh, like I said, Vegas is coming in. New quarterback fired their coach. Got a whole new system running. Uh, he's been doing well despite not really playing that much in the NFL. Kansas City's been on a bit of a dry spell. Their offense, I mean, if you saw Marquez Veldez Scantling drop that fucking ball on Monday night. <laughs> that was so disgusting. Um, so they need to do what they need to do on offense, and I don't think they're going to be able to do it this week. And um, I've also got Josh Jacobs in both my fantasy leagues, so I'm doubling down. I need him to do well. Uh, let's go Vegas plus seven and a half. Um, so that that's uh, almost two. Oh damn, this ticket's not bad. A lot of my odds. So that's uh, 1.95 odds, and then I got a couple of twofers over here. So the twofers. Uh, we're taking Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, on the money line over the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know, man. Uh, Tampa's been playing all right. Baker does that thing that he does where he plays good, then he plays bad, then he plays good, then he plays bad. Uh, I don't think Indy's much of a threat. This really just looked like a good value pick, honestly. So took Tampa as a as a better, not as a football fan. Uh, next up, I'm taking Cleveland over Denver. I, I don't think Denver's good. I don't trust Russell Wilson yet. Uh, I know they've got Sean Payton, and I know they could have just been knocking off some rust at the beginning of the season, but they looked so bad for the last like year and a half that I don't think two weeks is going to convince me that they're uh, good enough to score on that Cleveland defense. And I know Cleveland doesn't have Deshaun Watson, but, I mean, we've been seeing all year just these quarterbacks come in and do what they need to do. I genuinely think at this time and and this era of football and like where we're at between the NCAA and the NFL and with technology and just all that stuff these guys are all pretty much not pretty much but a lot of these guys are ready to go on the field and I mean starting from Brock Purdy all the way up to Tommy DeVito I, I mean it's kind of been proven over the last year people can come in and they can play so I don't think a loss of Deshaun Watson who wasn't playing that great specifically i mean he was playing good but he wasn't unbelievable uh so i think denver is gonna struggle against the cleveland def- our offense is pretty good nick chubb is good um and a defense that's very good so cleveland again just a good value bet i'm getting 2.05 odds on that uh for a team that i think is gonna win so Moneyline Cleveland, I think that's a good – you can lock that in too. I would say that's a good way to start a ticket is Cleveland over Denver. I mean, Denver's playing at home. It could be cold, yada, yada, but 
I'm confident in it. Cleveland, Moneyline, Denver. All right, and the last pick, uh, we're saying uh, Minnesota, three and a half points over Chicago. Chicago's bad, and uh, Minnesota's been pretty good. Josh Dobbs is kind of real. Uh, they're playing at home. I know it's in a dome, so it doesn't really matter that you know it's up north and playing at home. But I, they're playing at home. I think that's divisional as well. So at home in the division, only three and a half. I'm definitely taking that. So Minnesota over Chicago, uh, Cleveland over Denver, Tampa over Indy, San Fran over Seattle, and Vegas with the points. Uh, Kansas is coming to visit them in Las Vegas. That's two bucks, pays out 38. Um, and fuck it, I just don't want to do any Patreon shit this week, so I'm just going to do it all right here. Um, the last uh, thing is my other ticket, my other two tickets, I guess. So this one's a five boner. Put five bones down on this one, and uh, pays out 320.50. Let's go. It's a seven-pick parlay. So I started off with some over-unders. Uh, we went Green Bay, Detroit, under 47 and a half. Uh, that's in Detroit. That's a Thanksgiving game Thursday at noon. That's a short, short fucking week. Green Bay's offense doesn't look good. Detroit's defense does look good. Uh, I just think 48 points for an early Thursday game with two defensive teams in the cold climate in November is a fucking lot. So we're going Thursday night under, baby. 60% of the time, it hits every time. Just jinxed it. Um, the next one, I've got the over-under here, San Fran, Seattle. I'm saying over 42 and a half. Um, we're playing in Seattle, outdoors. Could be a little cold, you know. But um, San Fran's got a good offense. Um, I think that Seattle can score points when they're down, if that makes sense. You see a lot of these crazy stats coming out of uh, Seattle with uh, their quarterback there. Fuck, how am I forgetting his name? I'm blanking on his name right now. But everyone, you know, everyone feels like he's been doing pretty good in Seattle. But a lot of those, like, big yardage games, it's like if you look at the other team, like, they also have big yards. So... What I'm saying is I think San Fran is going to come in and put up points and then Seattle is going to be able to match those points. So we're going over on 42 and a half. Uh, and then the last over under we got here, taking the Rams and the Cardinals. I'm going under 44 and a half. I just don't think either of them have explosive offenses. Um, it just doesn't sound like an exciting game. So I'm taking the under. <laughs> That's the actual reason. Um, all right. And then I've got... Uh, Washington Commanders at Dallas were taking... Oh, yeah, this was also my underdog ticket. That's what I did. I went over-unders and underdogs only. So I took those over-unders that I actually believe in, and then I took a bunch of underdogs with the points. So Washington was given 12.5 points at Dallas. Again, it's just that it's a Thursday game. So it's Thursday, 4.30. Dallas has an insane defense, but so does Washington. So 12.5 points. I don't think they're going to beat them by two touchdowns just because I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored. So Washington at Dallas getting Washington 12.5 points. Uh, Then I've got Miami at the New York Jets. Again, the Jets are given 10.5 points. Uh, I know they've been playing like shit. (laughs) They literally scored a touchdown, went for two, didn't get it. Greg Zerline put up a big old goose egg on my fantasy team. Uh, I know they only scored six points last week, but Miami hasn't been playing too well. Uh, Historically, they don't play good in the cold. 
and uh, it just feels like one of those games. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's gonna be weird. So I don't think it's. I think that's the, is that the Friday game too? Yeah, that's the Friday game. So it's a it's um, <clears throat> Miami traveling to New York on a Friday. It's cold again. I don't think it's going to be. New York winning, but they're given 10.5 points, and it just feels like a low-scoring game with a big spread. So I'm taking the uh, the Jets, 10.5, Miami coming over to play them. And then the last underdog, I already talked about this, Kansas City, Vegas, Vegas 7.5. I think they're going to cover it. So that's a ticket that I think might actually hit. Probably not. It's a seven-pick parlay. Those never fucking hit. It's five bucks, pays three twenty fifty. That'd be fucking cool if that hit-ski... And then the last one, oh, look at that. We went long. Wow. I am a yammerer when I'm by myself, huh? Fuck me. Sorry, I had to drink some water. I'm parched. My throat is dry because I've been talking at you guys for 24 minutes straight. Jesus. I gotta. I'm, I haven't been talking slow either. I got to. I feel bad for you guys. No one's going to be listening anymore. All right. Uh, last last but not least, um, this is my good juju ticket. What I like to do is when something is happening and uh, I, I, uh, I think, you know, there's, there's a chance that this is going to go the other way and then I bet on it, it always seems to jinx it. You know what I mean? Like when I took Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> when I took Buffalo with the points. So what I do is I make a ticket of like sure things that go against what I feel in my heart. Just because I know that my heart is wrong and this ticket will probably hit. It's not going to make a lot of money, but maybe I'll be right for once. So this is a six-pick parlay. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. I took Detroit on the money line because something in my heart says that Green Bay is going to fucking win this game. I don't know why, but I think Detroit loses on fucking Thanksgiving historically. I know they've been a shittier team historically. This is the first time they're 8-2 and two since MLK died. That's hilarious. I saw these things that like hadn't happened since last time they were 8-2, and two, but MLK was one of them. Um, sorry. So, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think they're going to win on Thursday. It's just a Thanksgiving game in Detroit. They historically aren't good. So, for that reason, I'm betting on Detroit because my mind says Detroit and my heart says Green Bay. So, I'm going – this is my brain ticket. Um, Then I've got Washington at Dallas. Again, it's a Thursday game. It's it's a fucking Thanksgiving game. Washington's like a big – military team i know ron rivera is their coach they've got like a whole fucking thing with that so i think that they've got like a lot of pride going into these thanksgiving games my heart says the washington commanders are gonna win this game but my brain says you're a fucking idiot it's dallas their defense has been insane this whole year bet on dallas so i bet on dallas uh then i have san fran at seattle um Again, this is kind of what I was saying before. Uh, my heart says San Fran. I think San Fran's going to win. Um, but my brain says Seattle with five and a half points. Remember what I was saying? Covering those points. It's going to be cold. 
I think it's going to be an under game. I think that San Fran's going to have the opportunity to go ahead by more than five and a half, but they might just run the clock down, punt the ball away, trust their defense, whatever the hell the situation happens to be in the fourth quarter, and Seattle's going to end up getting like garbage time, come within a field goal, and then go for an onside kick, and the game's going to be over. You know, one of those bullshit things. So I said Seattle with the points. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover five and a half on some bullshit in the fourth. Uh, that's what my brain says, so we're going with the brain. Uh, Miami at New York Jets. Remember I was saying about the Jets? I feel something. The spread's too big, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, the brain says, buddy, it's the fucking Jets. They scored six points last week. Fucking bet on Miami. So I bet on Miami just on the money line. No points, whatever. Uh, Carolina at Tennessee. My heart says Carolina's going to get our second win. Like, please, come on. Every week, my heart says that Carolina is going to finally do. Maybe this is the week we just have an upset. They play bad, something like that. So my heart is saying Carolina. Thus, go with the brain. Tennessee is obviously going to beat us. Our team fucking sucks. Our O line's garbage. We're never going to win a game again. Um, and then, last but not least, um, they actually okay. I th- I kind of fucked up, but I think maybe this was just to win some money. I don't know why I put this pick on here. Oopsies. Maybe I meant to hit New England and I actually hit the Giants. But yeah, my heart says the Giants because Tommy DeVito, blah, blah, blah. I like the story, but my brain says, yeah, fuck you, dude. Bill Belichick is not going to lose to the stupid Tommy DeVito and the Giants, no matter how bad Mac Jones is. So I think I meant to take New England here, but I accidentally bet on the Giants. Oopsies. Um, All right, so that's the ticket. Um, We're taking Detroit on the money line, Dallas on the money line, Seattle given five and a half, Miami on the money line, Tennessee on the money line, and accidentally the Giants on the money line. Two bucks pays out nineteen twenty. Hey, maybe the Giants come through for me, and that's the fucking ticket that finally hits. I still haven't won yet this year. All right, guys, that's the Sunday parlay. Holy shit, that's twenty nine minutes. It took me five minutes to get through those two tickets. Jesus Christ, guys! If you're still listening, you deserve an award. Fucking congratulations on making it through the podcast. Uh, that's all. Sorry, there's no editing. There's no nothing. This is the, I don't, I, that's not, I'm not the editing guy. I've never been the editing guy. All of my podcasts that I've ever done have just, been, well, that I've been in charge of have just been, all right, talking to this microphone, hit stop and upload. So that's what we're doing here, baby. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening. I love you long time. Follow our Instagram. At, oh yeah, follow our Instagram. Follow all my memes at Sunday Parlay Podcast. Also email us at Sunday Parlay Podcast. Send us your pics, all that stuff. Bye. Love you. Miss you.